0: Survivor? Look. Bro, are you listening to Survivor? Yeah. Guys, I think it's just Survivor. <laughs> Dude, you must really like Survivor. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Survivor Buffs, Blind Sides and Banter Podcast. This is a podcast made by super fans, with super fans, for super fans. I'm your host, Buckles, and with me, I've got my mate, Mac. Mac, how you doing?
1: Buckles on man. I'm going great. This was a, another great week of Survivor. US Survivor is really taking it to new levels, new heights. For those listeners that are listening to our UK coverage, like we've been pretty high on this week's version, like, oh, two good episodes, good week of UK. But when you compare it to US Survivor, when they get it right, it's just like another level. It's so good. This is such a good episode. There's so many questions throughout the whole thing and um, I'm excited to to break it down with you.
0: Oh, I'm, I'm very excited as well. This was a great episode, but I want to welcome you back to the scared era of Survivor. Let's be serious. This was the perfect move. This was the perfect move. Emily does a little move last week. She ruffles some feathers. She does something cool and then you vote her out. This is just, it's just you do something then you get her out the door. Do something, get her out the door. And we say goodbye to Emily. I think the Survivor community is mourning the loss and, um, we weep. We all weep for the loss of Emily.
1: Yeah, look, it's funny because on the face of it, uh, like we said, oh, yeah, the Rebirth 4 are in charge. Probably, probably they're going to win this vote and then someone else out of Jake Couture and Emily will go home. And that is what happened. But watching the episode, that is not what happened at all. It was completely like a roundabout way to get someone out of the Rebirth 4 out. And despite the Rebirth 4, you know, still there, um, there's definitely chasms between them now. Like th- this is irre- irreparable. I can only see one of the three before going next. I can't see Couture or Jake getting targeted next. So I think we're in for a good, uh, you know, penultimate episode before the finale. And the game is, is blown open for me. I think it's great.
0: Yeah, yeah. Look, this is this is awesome. And I'd like to discuss who, who Emily going home is good for. And we'll get into that in a little bit. But do we want to eulogize Emily a little bit? Because... Let's be serious. It, oh, this is this is Austin's fuck-up. Austin gave Julie the idol. Austin <laughs> told D, who told Julie. Um, so Emily Emily didn't really do anything wrong. Um, she's had such an awesome game up until this point, and the reason she went home this week is because she is the biggest threat to the re-before, correct?
1: Yeah, I would say so, but I think what she did wrong was uh, at the start of the episode, they all come back, everyone's celebrating, high-fiving, we got Bruce out, we got Bruce out, and... For some silly reason, she decides to put friends put her hand up and say, my move, I did that. I convinced him not to play the idol. And it really just put a target on her back, like, for no reason. I know you have to get your story out there to the potential jury members in your tribe at the time. But I don't know. Like, you you come back and say something like that, and instantly people want to get you out because now you have a move on your resume. And we see this, like, growing throughout the episode when she goes to the journey. And everyone's like, oh, she made that move. Emily's getting bigger. She's had this whole story with Lulu. Uh, so, it, you know, you say you say she did nothing wrong. I probably tend to disagree. I think there's a little bit wrong there, which made her just a big target.
0: No, no, you, you're definitely right there. There's You, you can disagree, and you know, I actually agree with that. Um, she, she did make a move. She did have put her hand up for the move, but we discussed it last week. I, I've heard other podcasts that discussed it last week. It was a move, but it wasn't a huge move. It wasn't a big move. It was just a small move. You convince one person not to play his idol. It yeah. was, I didn't feel like it was big enough that she deserved the threat that she got from it. But that's why I'm saying this is the scared era of Survivor. Something small that she did last week, just that little persuasion with Bruce, was enough to blow up her game this week. And that's not what it should be. We, we want to see moves. We want to see good moves. We want to see big moves we we see this we see this in the last the last few seasons. As soon as you make a move, it doesn't even have to be a big move, it doesn't have to be a good move. As soon as you make a move, you are number one threat next week. We saw that with Jesse, we saw that with Shan, we saw that with Ricard. As soon as you make a move, you are a threat. And it's it's too perfect. It's too perfect. People are too smart these days. We're not getting the... Like, we get a char- We get someone that does, has a Charlie Brown edit in the season that all his moves fuck up. He makes it to the end and gets zero votes. Mostly he's. Not always he's. Um, yeah. But, <laughs> sorry. Sorry to single the he's out and probably Jake in this season. But these days, as soon as you make a move, you voted out next. And it's really sad. This scared era of survivor is so easy to decipher. So easy to project what's going to happen next week. And I'm actually surprised that, from what I heard, no one really projected this. It was it was definitely thought like Emily's still a target. She's probably the biggest threat to the re before, but it wasn't a definite Emily's going home next week. And it's it's a little bit sad end. A little bit annoying that as soon as you make a move, as soon as you come out of the shadows even a little bit, you cut down at the knees.
1: Yeah, I mean, yes and no. Of course, Emily was the person who voted out. But at the end of the day, she got one vote. Like, the tribe was not targeting Emily. So, yeah, she made this move. She made the big threat sort of thing. But she got one vote. Like, if Julie doesn't get tipped off, then Julie goes home six votes to one. So, as much as you say, yeah, like, you know, they, they make themselves bigger and and... It's easy to predict. I don't, I don't, I'm not so sure. Like uh, by by your logic, Julie would be the person going home next week, and I'm not certain that's going to happen. Um, but I guess we'll talk about that a bit later. But I think what you're saying about this whole scary era, like there's a, I look, I look there's two like, two sides of the fence. You can play big and be a big threat and have a resume at the end, or if you play too subtly but and not have this big resume, you get to the end and it's too late to explain your moves. So you sort of have to be like last man standing in terms of like, wait your time, make the move really late and, and just find your way to the final three. So I think going to the final six, if someone, whoever controls this vote and the next vote, and if they can survive it to 3 we'll be the winner. So I don't think almost like the game you've played up to this point is almost irrelevant. If you can just be the big threat right now, as in next week and in the finale, you're, you're a huge chance to win. Like we saw it with Marianne, we saw it with Erica. Like it's just that really late run, timing a run perfectly, and somehow, maybe winning the, fire, the the fire making or winning the last immunity, just to make sure you're not voted out. And uh, yeah, so yeah. I do think the winner of the season is wide open still.
0: Yeah, look, that 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 it brings us to a great segue and something that we can really discuss. That I wanted to bring up is Kotori getting this Erica edit. Except instead of completely uh, purpled at the start of the season, she got the Bruce edit at the start of the season. We heard nothing out of her other than Bruce. Because Katora sort of, like, it sounds like she wants to make a run. Obviously, everyone wants to make a run, but it sounds like she she's obviously got it a little bit over Jake, I believe. I don't see her as being seen as playing such stupid moves as Jake has. Katora flipped yeah. at the right time that she needed to, to the Reavers. Like, is Katora making a run for the edge? Could Katora win this game with only, what, two votes and a fire to go?
1: If you look at the jury, like, she has the votes already. There's four people on the jury that will vote for her, and that's all you need. Um, so I think, honestly, I think Jake, the same thing. I think he has the votes too. So if they can make it, yeah, it's a, it's a huge shot at at the, at the title. Like, like she, she's in a good spot. The way I see it next week, I think it's like three pairs. Like, you got Dee and Julie together, Drew and Austin together, Jake and Katura together. So, like, you would think that two pairs are going to target another pair. I'm not sure where it's going to go, but Katura seems insulated in her pair, like, She's not going to be the target out of her and Jake, I wouldn't think. And like she has a story to tell. Like we see her this episode with the whole the whole growing up she had and that was a really like you know, emotional story she told, which is, you know, I, I thought it was great. Um and then her story of the season is like probably never in a dominant spot, but she's still there. And and like I said, if you can make the right move now and the next vote, then you have a story to tell and, and she has friends on the jury. So Katura in a I think she's in a great spot to win this game.
0: So that is the first time I've heard that in since the start of the season. Torra is has a, great, <laughs> a great, chance to win this game. Um, like this is, this is, this is actually almost sad, and it's sort of, it's actually making me a little bit angry just having this discussion right now. The cheat code to Survivor is you're quiet, you get to the final s- seven six, and then you make one move and you win the fucking game. This is, this is bullshit. This, is, this scarier Survivor actually annoys me now. Because if I get a Kotura win, I'm I, I don't, I, I'm speechless at the moment. I'm just so annoyed that you can do absolutely nothing all game, make one fucking move at the end, just in that last that last two weeks, and that's the game. It's it's stupid. It's I,
1: I don't I don't like
0: that. Like that's where we've driven it to this point. Back in the day, you used to have to have a great social game, great physical game, great. Um, Strategic grain, and then you'd get through. You'd have to make a few moves. You'd have to get through it. Like even even the pre-merge sort of meant a little bit, whereas now it means nothing. It doesn't the the start the start of the post-merge means nothing. It's the end of the post-merge. That final seven, final six, and you win the game. I just I'm really annoyed that this is starting to become a trend. No, at least Jam Jam cool. had bloody something last year. He was doing something the entire way through. Katura's done nothing, done absolutely oh, nothing angry. other than flipping at the final 12. Like, that's, that, that pisses me off.
1: First off, she hasn't won the game yet, so let's not get too angry, all right? But let's say she does. This is so over. This is what it's been for 23 years now, for 45 seasons. You don't have to have the best game. You just have to have... The, the the votes on the jury out of the people they can vote for. You have to be the most likable person left in the game at the very end. You don't need a resume. You don't need to dominate the game anymore. That was never the game. It would just have to be the most likable person sitting there. If you had the relationships, it's a social game. And if you had those relationships, then you're always the winner. That's how it's always been. And I know, and like we've had great winners who have played great games, but that's not always necessary. Sometimes sitting next to someone that's not likable is the right strategy. So if Couture can get there with someone that's pissed off everyone, like a Drew, I think Drew is, is is in for this as like a zero vote finalist. I think nobody likes him. I think he has no respect. And although we've seen him play a great game, I can see anyone sitting next to him and just just throwing him down and, and and, and to, like, he doesn't have the relationship. So that's part of the game. You've got to manage the people in the game. And I think Katura's has done that really well. I think everyone loves her. I think she, like a lot of her original tribe are there. And if she does win the game, I'd be happy with that. Like, She's played a great Survivor social game. And essentially, that is what Survivor is. And it always has been. And I'm shocked that you, who has a podcast, does not know that.
0: <laughs> I, I do know that. And it's just up until this point, you could not. There, was, there, there is nothing. There's nothing to her. And I, I will admit, yes, you, uh, you've, you've turned me. And that's. I think that's why I'm angry is because... <laughs> you've, you've, you've 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 made me see that there is a path for Keturah to win, and I don't know. I just don't believe it. I'm obviously watching it to, to a lot of people, but I yeah I don't like that. I want that strategic views, but I guess that's what I value. That that strategic game. That's what I value as a as a person. So um, you are right, and I apologise. Yeah, it's a long angry way to at that It's a long way to go. Yeah, there's a, there's she's a, not, not locked in. It should, there shouldn't be a long way to go it should be a fucking short way to go it's, there's bloody two vote outs and fire <laughs> like it should, the ga- there should have been a game before you that's that's why I guess I'm getting a little bit annoyed uh, like D, she has dominated this game she's a deserving winner Julie, she has the social relationships. There has been strategy to her plays. I really enjoyed that. Drew, strategy, shit, social. I agree. I, he's definitely. I'm starting to possibly see a zero vote finalist in Drew as well. Austin, lapdog. I don't. I don't see him doing anything other than maybe getting a vote from either Drew or D if they make it to the final. To uh, if they're on the jury and he gets there, yeah. Jake. Jake, he's done everything wrong. If I got a Jake win now, don't get me wrong, I'd love a Jake. I'd love a Jake for him. A Jake win for him. I love Jake. He's is, he is so entertaining and he's so likeable and that sort of... Him stuffing up has been very enjoyable to watch, not putting him down. Um, but if, if he won, I, I wouldn't class that as he's played a good game. Gatora, I sort of feel the same. She She... Focused on Bruce, this vendetta from the start that she didn't even complete. Emily completed it. She flips it one time and it was a very basic clip. It was the right decision for her. That's the only time I've seen her make like a really good sort of play. And even that, like, ah, oh, anyway, sorry. But you got to think, you've angry. got to think,
1: you've got to think, like, someone like a Katura, when you've got like such a strong, um, power in the game of the re before right Your options are limited into what you can actually do strategically like this like when there's four people voting as a block unless you're like with that block what can you do like you don't have the numbers to rally against them so you're a little bit hamstrung and if you get to the end you can use that as a story to to, to enhance your case um i just want to touch on like the bruce couture of it all like we've seen this whole thing throughout the whole season maybe like the final the final piece of that puzzle is yeah, you know, Bruce is the winning vote for Katura or against Katura. Just, just, just to just to finalise that story. So that's just like a, a theory I've had, but it'd be interesting to see that play out. But yeah, let's, let's yeah, maybe move move away from like who's going to win because you're just getting angry. I can, I can sense yeah. I like <laughs> smashed up in a second.
0: I'm not. I'm not Drew. I'm not going to throw something and break something. Did you see <laughs> <That's> Drew? <true. laughs> he um he d- he discus yeah discus the the lid to the pot. Yeah, a little temper great. tantrum.
1: <laughs> do, do, do you want um, to talk about the decision to do Emily over Austin or, or or Julie's decision to who to take out? Like, do you think it was the right course for Julie or who for to take Emily out?
0: Um, so that, that's yeah. I've got a few have got a few notes on this. So obviously, this is the perfect move for D. I think that is undisputed. D is the biggest supporter of the of the re before getting to the final four, and that is probably the smartest of her game. If they get to the final four, she makes it to the final three. I think she um, almost clean sweeps it. She is seen as the leader. Yes, Julie is being seen this last week or two as the biggest threat, but I still think D is seen as the leader, and this proves it. This week is D doesn't want Julie to vote out Austin, um, so D's like, no, we need to get out Emily, and we saw this a few weeks ago. D wanted Kendra. Out. Everyone else wanted something else. D got away. She is running the Reba 4, and it's in her best interest to keep that Reba 4 together and as strong as possible. Obviously, we see that next week that might not be as easy for her, but it's definitely the right move for D. Julie getting Austin out. Now, what are the ramifications for Julie if she got Austin out next week?
1: Well, certainly she would lose D and sort of. Everyone else in the game, because Drew would then be pissed at her. they would be pissed at her, and where would she go? That's why I do think to take Emily was the right call. Um, I think we we see Drew, Austin, and Jake all say like, "Oh, we'd rather keep Emily in the game." So they obviously think she's workable. She's sort of in that middle spot. So I think taking her out was the best thing for Julie as well. I think I just think I just I, I think Austin and Julie can can mend fences. Like at the end of the day, Julie used Austin's idol to save herself, and like I know that he was targeting her, but He sort of was like looped into a plan and had no choice. So I think there's a – you can mend fences there, I do think.
0: Yeah. No, no, I I agree with you. I've I've put quite a bit of thought into this. If Austin goes home, she's – I don't know if she's completely stuffed her relationship with Deep, but she's definitely hurt it. Drew and her – they don't. I don't. I, I saw them sitting on the beach. They're having a discussion. Drew's asking Julie, "Oh, you're going to do something big with your idol?" And all I'm thinking is, these two are so not together strategically. Why the fuck are they even having this conversation? This is all bullshit. Like they're, tr- they're trying, they're whipping a dead horse. There's there's nothing between. You could see the awkwardness between the two of them. So, uh, Julie. Uh, just pushes uh, pushes her connection to Drew away even further. Um, Emily's there. Julie's already the biggest, already discussed discusses the biggest threat. She plays an idol. That makes her an even bigger threat. Emily going home is the right option for Julie, even if we probably don't like it from a TV product because we would have loved to see Emily getting further and further in this game.
1: Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. I, I do think it was the right option. Do you think Austin telling D? was a wise move like do you think Austin trying to get or being in a plan to get Julie out is it better just to like let that happen or do you think telling D was good to keep her on side i'm sort of on the, of the mind like better to ask for forgiveness than ask for permission like just tell her after the vote and you, you will always be able to fix that with D because if D loses Julie she's got really nowhere else to go like Austin and D are obviously tied as what 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 are your thoughts there like i don't think it was a good
0: idea to tell D I don't think it was a good idea to tell D either. I think um, you, you you hit the nail on the head right there. She has nowhere else to go. D is in a position of power in the before, but in the game, she doesn't have a whole lot of influence over Katura and Jake and Emily. Like, um, so this weakens D to the point that actually, I believe this could have possibly stopped her from looking like the big threat that she is, the the person in the power seat. Um, I, I do agree that she's been able to downplay her threat over the last week or two since the Kendra vote, and Julie has risen up. So you you vote out Julie here. D might not win this game. D might not become might not be the biggest threat. I guess the one thing that I have is um, there's still four people voting out. Like, there's still four people going to the jury after this. You voted out one of the readers. Like Julie, mm. okay. This week, you none of the reapers will make it. It might be uh, Emily, Katura Jake. Final three. So, was it even the right move for them to go for Julie this soon?
1: Yeah, I didn't think so. I, when I was watching, it, I think I couldn't believe they get they finally get to like a seven, a four of seven. So the majority they can pretty much do what they want, and instantly just breaks up. And I just think it is a bit early. Like I think. You like if you're any of the re before, you sort of get to five, and then use use that fifth person as the split down the middle. Like we see the re before as you know, pairs, you know, as D and Julie, as Austin and Drew, as Drew and uh, sorry, as D and Austin. So there's like options there to get to five, and then use that that extra person as the as the third vote. So I think this is far too early because they're sort of ruining their own game. If this if if Julie goes here, yeah, like the re before. Does any of them make it? That is the huge question. Yeah, like, we'll yeah, never exactly, know they might—they might
0: not make it. Yeah, uh, talking about really other fun. talk. Yeah, so I look to get the, to pull this move off. I think the only person, so the only person that this may benefit is Drew, and that's just because he is, as you said, he he's, he's coming out as a zero vote finalist um, because. don't get me wrong he's got the game but he doesn't have the social connections this builds social connections with people outside of the reba four I don't think Drew has Julie's vote anyway so in some ways I can definitely understand why Drew's going this way Mm. I don't agree with it I don't think it's the right move for him but I can understand it Austin this makes no sense this makes absolutely no sense Austin needs the reba four to stay together and I think he still probably loses anyway.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think, Austin, I think
0: Austin, Austin doesn't win this game.
1: <laughs> no, me. I don't think so either. But I also think yeah. um, the threat of Julie's idol, and we find out tonight that, or in the episode, that uh, Austin's, Austin's idol is good to a final six and Julie's idol is good to a final five. Now, let's not go into the... He gives the, her the good the, one. The he gives the her the shit good show one. That that is. Yeah, well, I mean, the, the whole, the whole Austin. idol... Um, like the whole debacle around like giving it to her, not getting it back, and giving him giving her the, the wrong one, horrible play from him. <laughs> but then I think the fear of Julie with the idol at five, maybe that's the reason they're, they're going early. Like maybe it's just too big a threat. Like if Julie gets the five, she's now she's guaranteed you know final final fire making it worse. So um, yeah. maybe it's time to get her. But also you could do that at six as well. Like you take one more, one more <coughs> of the numbers out and then do her at six,
0: or you flush it at seven. You flush it here. You put. You do exactly what you did here. Yeah. You, get, you tell Dee to, and then she tells Julie and you flush it and get Emily out yourself or get Couture or Jake out who might just be holding up a spot or in there they're just holding up a spot in the final three. So, yeah. like, you flush it. You don't have to get her out um, at six or five. You can you just sort of preemptive the war, just worry her a little bit enough that she plays the idol, and you make a you make yeah. a move. That's your move, like Emily getting no, here, yeah. like all of a sudden, no. all of a sudden, or Kutura or Jake. Or no, no as that, soon as that, I say that, you make it your move, you're like no, 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 that's bad because you'll lose the game and you'll be voted out next week.
1: No, you, you don't do it because it just breeds mistrust in a foursome that has been the tightest <laughs> you know we've seen in the new era, like. If you're yeah you know, in that three before to, to get Drew with a an idol, you're just like you're, you're throwing away any trust you had in her. So it's, I don't think that's a smart
0: move either. But for Drew, there is no trust. <laughs> like you saw, you saw how awkward that conversation hey, is between the two of them.
1: I don't think so. I think you're reading too much into that. I think last week we see them two like hugging and crying and like you know we're gonna be friends forever. And I do believe that it seemed genuine. I don't think like they're against each other like like you think they are. Okay.
0: But Look, Austin's sort of turning into the Charlie Brown, in my opinion. Uh, we got, first of all, he's having a showman. Obviously, that's that's never a good thing. It's going to put a real big target on you in the future. Um, I, I did love um, how he's talking to D, and she's like, Oh, I, um, you have my word, I'll take you to the final three. And then Austin returns the. Um, with the same saying, yes, I'll take you to the final three. I'm thinking Dee's got the power to take you to the final three. Austin, you don't have the power to take her to the final three. You are choking <laughs> in this game. You're choking in this game quite a bit. Um, but yeah, I, I guess like so. We, we, I'd like to talk about was it smart for Austin not to play his idol here? Yeah. Well, f-
1: first off, is, is this a showman? Is this is this what a showman is nowadays? It's like, I'm not. I'm not as convinced as. Like I think they're trying to make it look like it's more than it is. Like we get flashbacks. Yeah like, that, like,
0: yeah, like the edits trying to. Yeah,
1: trying to push it more than like we don't see them do anything. I thought like they had this whole thing under the stars, and I'm like, oh, they're gonna like make out, and then all they do is hug. I'm like, oh, maybe they're not interested in each other. Like I don't know. Is it is it there's more, there's less there? Than I don't that. know. a really D, D does bring up
0: D does bring up. Like my friends were like, oh, maybe you met your husband out there. That, that, that's that's dropping hit right.
1: But she never says, "Oh, Austin's cute," or "I really like him," or "like we, we, you know, we're formed for each other." It doesn't say anything like that. And then
0: she says that she'd she'd be happy to have some fun. (laughs) Does that mean that they're banging?
1: Yeah, but I don't know. That sounds like fun to (laughs) me. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) yeah. I think it's more than it is. But I think back to your original question of should Austin have played his idol? Now, yeah, I think he should have. And I know that obviously results orientated. It would have been wrong, but, geez, that's a huge risk at final seven. The, the person you know all the votes are going on in Julie is playing an idol, and it's like, how can you be so sure she's not voting for you? Like, she knows that you're coming for her. Like, it was a huge risk, and whether or not Dees tipped him off and said, hey, I told Julie, but she's not voting for you, I don't know. We, don't, we never saw that, but it's a massive risk at this stage of the game to just not play the idol, I thought.
0: Yeah. No, that's 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 definitely true. I I agree. Was it a bad move for D? <laughs> if say we only, we only seen edited product, so D may have tipped him off. But say she definitely didn't. He has no knowledge, and he should have probably played his idol. So that would have been the correct yeah. move. But was it the right move for D to then go to Austin to keep that trust and tell him? him I've told Julie she's going to play his, play her idol, and um. Emily's gonna go home. Do you think that would have been the right move for D?
1: Yeah, I probably think that if you are D, you you probably want to loop Austin in on this plan. Like he is your tightest alliance next to Julie. Like if you're telling Julie to play the idol, if you if you just tell him, you sort of keep that trust. Now that you haven't told him and this has happened and you know her idol's gone and you know potentially Austin loses Emily, even though she's probably closer to Drew, I think it's sort of just it's not a great position. You're sort of losing a bit of trust in your number one alliance partner. Um, So you sort of want to keep them a heads up. I do think they recover from it because obviously, like, they're really tight. But it's something that, you know, if I was in a tight alliance with someone and, you know, they went over my head and and ruined the plan, I'd probably want to know about it. Just for, like, trust moving forward and, and and, like, hey... I've done this, Julie's gonna play idle. You don't need to play yours. Like, give me some assurances so I don't waste my idol as well. I mean he doesn't waste it, but he could yeah. have. Um, so yeah, I do but he, I, I but think he probably should have told
0: him. Yeah, because I, I actually now that we're talking about it, I actually I don't think she did tell him. Because he, he's wasted his vote. Realistically. He's mm. he's taken he's wasted his vote, and he's probably one of the people that needs a move to do it. So In a perfect world, I believe if Dee told him, and he was smart, a smart Survivor player, he would have jumped on with the Emily vote. He would have been another vote for Emily. So I am now very much thinking, because Dee votes for Julie as well, Dee wastes her vote, but she wastes her vote to try and keep her alliance with Austin and Drew. I very much believe that Dee definitely didn't tell Austin because otherwise Austin would have jumped on with the Emily vote. In it being if he was a smart survival player.
1: Yeah, that's interesting. Let's talk about that because I do think – I think what D did by well, still voting for Julie was probably right because you can say, oh, look, I didn't right know – Right for her, her. yeah. So, yeah, you're sort of covering your ass. But I think – what is this six-person vote on one person? Like, why are we doing this? Why is no one thinking ahead? What if Julie – they know uh, – uh, uh, Drew knows that Julie has an idol. So Drew should be smart enough yeah. to say, hey, I better put a vote somewhere else just in case. We don't need six on Julie because six on Julie makes no sense. Julie now has a power if she plays an idol. So you have to think ahead and say, if I just put my vote somewhere else as a contingency plan, Drew's immune. So like, it's not going to bounce on him, but he can sort of get out whoever he wants, maybe save Emily. I just think there's no downside to that because worst case, you have to come back and say, Hey, I, you just lie about it. You say, I voted for Julie. You know, and who's going to, who's going to know? Like no one will know <laughs> until final trial. And that's something you can just bring out later. Like it's, it's dumb to pile six votes on one person. I think it's stupid. I-
0: I definitely agree it is dumb to pile six votes on a person and uh, especially when that person has connections like Dee, uh, that, uh, that could tell her. However, with Drew, Drew might be the only person that this is almost in favour of. Okay. Um, Drew, I think everyone else um, made a mistake and Drew didn't because Drew was immune. It couldn't come back on him and he's going into the next... Say Julie does go home, he's going into the next vote having just worked with everyone. So, Drew is maybe the only person that it was right for to pack six votes on Julie because he goes into the next vote without fucking anyone over. He was immune anyway, so he wasn't going home. The only person he might save is Austin being an option. So... Yeah, I I, I I love your train of thought there. I just think Drew, this might have been the only person that it worked for the six votes. Everyone no, that's, else that's a fair should point. have been scared.
1: That's that's a, that's a fair point. I do think like, I I mean I'm guessing that Drew's told Emily that Julie has an idol, but if even if he hasn't, like Julie Emily should think, hey, like you know if we're all voting one way, and she does have an idol. Like I might be at risk because she knows that she's the other plan. Like they we see it when um when the guys are on the reward and the girls are back at camp, like we can't talk to each other because we're targeting each other. So it's like if you're targeting someone and everyone's on that vote, like you've got to just think ahead and like you don't need to vote that way. Just just cover your ass, you know. It would be a 1-1 with Emily and then Emily could pick someone else. They got to re-vote. Maybe she's safe, you know, if it was like a Jake.
0: Yeah. so Yeah, yeah. She, if- she puts a vote on Jake. Like Jake's still a big enough target and seems like everyone wants him out enough that that would probably work. Say it wasn't Emily Jake vote. You definitely see Austin and Drew jumping on that. Yeah,
1: because everyone loves so, Emily. It seems like no, no one wants her out. So exactly. Yeah, yeah. I thought
0: bit of forward thinking. You know, bit of forward thinking. So so this is the bi- the biggest mistake here was Emily, and so when I said that Emily didn't really do anything wrong, you're right. She did a lot wrong this episode that I didn't even <laughs> think of. Wrong. <laughs> Plenty, exactly. wrong. Plenty wrong. Exactly. Plenty wrong. I love. Love it! <laughs> this is awesome. We're really yeah. fucking breaking this down here. Um, all right, cool. Uh, Say this does come out for D, it gets out. She told Julie. All of a sudden, Julie's moves becomes D's move. Do you, what do you think the ramifications are next week?
1: That's interesting. Um, look, I don't think it's in Julie's best interest to to spill that knowledge that you know D's. Well, is it? Is it? Is it in her best interest to sort of throw D under the bus and sort of protect herself? Because I guess, like you said, like now Julie's like the big threat, she already had this, you know, this persona of like, oh, she'll win if she gets to the end. No, I don't believe that, but that's what they believe. Um, and yeah. now she's played the idol correctly. Like, do you just sort of just scrap your way to the end now? Like, throw anything you can against the wall. Dee told me she's not trustworthy. She's not with you guys. You know, vote for her next. Um be interesting to see what happens there. Is it Dee's move? <sighs> well, it, I guess it... It is. It's, it's similar um, to, it's
0: similar to Ken it's similar to the Kendra move it's d wanted someone out and she got it
1: yeah yeah but I guess yeah Emily, it, Emily it going, going home 31.
0: was yeah Emily going home is best for D it's okay for Julie I think it's a decent move for Julie it's horrible for everyone else at this stage D it's the best person who was for D. This should be D's move, even if it doesn't come out as D's move.
1: Yeah, I hadn't really thought about it that way. But I guess, yeah, D saving her, like, you know, really tight alliance with Julie and then getting out someone that's not working with her. She's coming out in a pretty good spot out of this. And I hadn't really thought about it until we just discussed it now. So, yeah, probably D's done super well to, to, to make that happen. Um, does she burn trust with Austin? Probably. But at the same time, they're so tight that I can see that getting fixed. Does Drew. Know that, you know, we see that Austin told Drew
0: that he told D. Uh, yeah. yeah. I uh, think, so, I uh, think Drew, Drew gets the shits with Austin more than that, the more than D. Because, like, we do see, yeah. like, they're obviously still in the reaper before, So D and Drew have definitely got a relationship, but he's definitely closer with Austin and he'll feel betrayed by Austin. I think, um, Austin will feel a little bit betrayed, but get over it because he loves D or it like whether that be as a uh, romantic or not as a friendship he's loves D. so and then Katura and Jake have a little bit of ammunition but they don't really have a whole lot of power to do anything with it so oh, yeah. I, I don't see it I don't see it being a horrible thing if it comes out if anything it probably helps Julie That's the only thing that they, that's the only thing I think that actually helps Julie's game if it comes out.
1: Yeah, yeah, well, it sort of, it sort of puts D in a, in a, you know, you know, on a bit of a pedestal is like, you know, the one running everything. So if you're not D, you sort of want that person out in front, I guess, as, as a target. So yeah, I think if it does come out, yeah, it could be good for everyone, really, because then D just becomes yeah. this even bigger threat that we already knew she was. She's going to win the game. And, and that's perfect for everyone in the game because, you know, you want those targets ahead of you. Yeah.
0: Which means, that, which means it won't come out because Dee's going to win this game because she's my winner pick, and this is the first year I think I've got the winner <laughs> pick on point. So, yep, hey, <laughs> that's hey, hey. it.
1: Didn't, we, didn't <laughs> we just talk about Katura winning this game for like five minutes? So. <laughs> no,
0: no. No, no, D's winning this game. I love how both our winner picks are still in. This is great. This is great. Yeah, the, actually, the rivalry is alive.
1: It's amazing that like to get two in the final six is absolutely crazy. Like it's 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 a good spot to be in. I think we're we'll we're both going to be in the finale as well, so it'll be a lot of fun. Yeah,
0: yeah. I, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna say that this is why we're a podcasting crew, and that's why that's why people listen to us and respect our decisions. <laughs> but the truth is, I've listened to our podcast. A lot of what we say is wrong, so that's okay. <laughs> we just Don't seem to be anyone. right in this circumstance. Don't tell anyone. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> uh, previously on Survivor. I got it wrong. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right. So now we've talked a little bit about did D make the right move? Did Austin make the right move? Telling D. Let's talk about the original plan and Drew. Should Drew have done this by himself? Should he have even pulled Austin? Okay. He has the numbers. He's got four. Okay. He can nod along. Was it the right move, Drew, keeping this? I understand Austin's his closest alliance. Was this the right move?
1: Uh, yeah, I do think so because I think the way that he did it was masterful. So he goes to Katura and he says – he sort of plans to see, like, we need to get Julie out. Then Katura goes to Austin first and sort of – she discusses it with Austin and then Austin comes back to Drew and tells Drew the plan. So he's sort of in this circular way. Drew's not the mastermind behind this on the, on the, on the face because – Austin's heard from Katura and then Austin tells Drew. So it's sort of like he's done it really well to get the word out there without it sort of originating from him because Austin thinks it's come from Katura. Then Austin goes to his closest Alliance member, Drew, to discuss the plan. So I think it's really great uh, the way that he did it. I do think it was the right idea getting Austin on board. You need you need one of the Raven Fours with you because if not, like, you're with these – Never flip others. alone. Never flip yeah, alone. exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. um, I know he's got Emily there, but uh, – is that going to be enough when there's Jack and Katura there? Like, you still need a third person in Austin. So I think that was the right idea, yeah.
0: Okay. No, no, I, I agree. I, I just thought up because I just figured, well, let's go down the line. Like, was it the right move detailing telling Julie? Was it the right move Austin telling D? Was it the right move Drew organizing this with Austin? <laughs> so
1: Yeah. Can I, um, can I throw another theory at you? Can I throw another, yeah, hit me, hit another hit thing I thought about? So once Austin obviously knows the votes are going on Julie, Rather than go to D and tell D, is his best option to go straight to Julie and say, hey, Julie, play your idol. Me, you, and D are going to pick a target. We're going to run the game now. Uh, you're safe with your idol. Next week, there's going to be three threes. So it's going to be uh, Austin, D, Julie in a six-person vote. They can pretty much force rocks. And, and in any rock draw, the tightest alliance will always win because they're like, well, we're not flipping. We've been together the whole game. And someone like a Jake or Katura or even a Drew in this situation could just say, yeah, like, I don't want to go home. I'll flip back. They now like, they're they're running the game. This, this three before has now become three and these three can just run to the end. I think this was maybe the best option.
0: And so, so a few things, a few things that I want to chuck on there. Um, Austin's never making this move. Austin does not have the survivor (laughs) brain to make this move by himself. He needs a Drew or a D to decide this. So I'm, I'm more thinking that was this. D should D have brought this to Austin before going to Julie, and then the two of them going to Julie together to do this. Yeah. So I, I loved I love this theory. I love this theory. Um, I think I don't think Austin's got the balls to do this. I think D does. If this this is D's to think up. Yes, I really agree. This would be awesome. He has to play his idol at six. He gets Julie's idol out. Um, this this yeah. is beautiful. I I love this. This is this is awesome. So he's yes he's got the next the the closest three next vote, but then he also has Julie's out to the point that he could get her out at five if he needed to, and he could flip back to Drew. So this is this is great for him. This would have been a, a lot better move than what we saw tonight. I love that. Great thinking. Yeah, right?
1: I want to let's work off that then. So details tells Julie. Like, in D's best interest, is it not better to go with Austin to tell Julie together? That way, at least you have a three for next week. Because, like, this, this Julie-Austin relationship might be fractured now, but if they go together, they say, hey, at least we're fine. At least this three will be safe. At least this three can yeah. move forward together. Now, with D, it's only, like, D and Julie. Like, it's not a threesome anymore. It's now, like, she's she's good with both of them, but not together. So, she might have yeah. missed a step here in terms of, like, getting people on the same page for next week as
0: well. Yeah. No, I agree. That is, that uh, that's definitely it. Ah, um, oh, I really don't think she's going to get much backlash for the Austin thing next week. Oh, like like with Austin, I think Austin will forgive her quite comfortably. But
1: yeah, no, me too.
0: Yeah, but um, yeah, you're you, you're definitely right. This is more Dee's misstep. So it's not even Austin's. It's Dee's misstep a little bit. That definitely could yeah. have brought it tighter. Idea uh, of also being the Austin's so close to Drew. You risk Austin changing it up and telling Drew again, and then Drew coming up with a, a, a mm, amazing man. strategy to to beat this. So, because Drew yeah. has the like, Drew has the brains to beat this. So, telling Austin, yeah, it's sort of it could go either way. Hindsight is always twenty twenty. I mean, not hindsight, yeah, fucking is. perspective. We don't know what's going to happen.
1: Yeah, that's the thing, and it's hard with this Drew before like. Obviously, D and Austin are so tight and you say they're at the top and then they each have like their minion each like in Drew and in, and in Julie. But then like, uh, you know, it, it's it's like it's, it's foursome sort of so fractured and we don't really know where everyone sits and how close they are. So like, yeah, if Austin and D went to Julie, would Austin actually go back to Drew and make a new plan? It's hard to say, but obviously there's potential there. So, yeah, like, I, I just think when the numbers are so small, you really want to lock in like one vote ahead, like a really tight thing going forward. When you're playing an idol, it builds so much trust in like when someone gives you the tip off to play it and you do it successfully. If you can all get on that same page, like you're locked in pretty much till the end. So, yeah, it would have been great to see, but yeah, obviously it didn't happen, which makes it fun for next week. But now we don't really know where it's going to go. That's, that's the hard thing.
0: Yeah, no, nah, definitely. This is, this is the hard thing. It, 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 that would, that's, it's a cool theory. I love it. But um, yeah, it's very situational. And we don't yeah. know what would happen because we only see so much of the product. Um, did we want to talk about, let's talk about Emily a little bit because we actually haven't talked about her. We've obviously decided that it was actually her mistake not to put a vote somewhere else. Um, but another, another thing that I'm not sure, was it a mistake for her to do this puzzle on the journey? Because she's going back to camp. People aren't going to trust her anyway. It's that simple. Even if you tell the truth, if you tell the truth on Survivor, you're still not going to be trusted. Should she yeah. have risked her vote here? Look,
1: it's hard because it is Final Seven, and it, that can always. She does get out, and she, does get
0: out. And she does get out. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I know like now that we know that she gets goes home. Obviously, if you if you did the puzzle and won immunity, great, great for your game. But if you're in the Final Seven without a vote, it's such a risky spot to be in because that vote could you know, it could be the thing that sends someone home. So. I get her get her point, especially on an odd number when you know that it could be one vote that makes a difference. And if you're not confident with the puzzle, uh like I think it said some like it's been tried four times in the new era and no one's done it, like that's that must be hard. Um so I don't blame her. I don't think it was a bad decision. Um it's easy to say especially, in hindsight, yeah. but we'd like you can't use that. Like that's not an argument to yeah. say, like, oh, she went home, so she should have done it. That's not the right argument.
0: Yeah no no i i I agree I don't see it. I think we're proved like she's she's a fi- she's a finance person, so in theory she shouldn't be too bad at numbers and she stuffed the number challenge because she's so exhausted because she's so tired sleep deprived food deprived et etc um, mm. doing this is something and this and looking at this puzzle it's something completely random. And it's something that, like, you don't know if you'd be good at it or not. You don't know if you're just, like, work it out in your head or it's not. So it's it's not a skill that everyone has that they know they've got. If she knew she had a skill at this, she'd be good. But Lulu's lost a lot, (laughs) and she was a part of the Lulu tribe. So, yeah, I think, actually, she made the right choice here, unless she knew the plan going forward. If she knew that the plan was everyone on Julie... She didn't need a vote because it was six to one and she probably should have gone for it just to be safe with yeah, the risk of being yeah, safe. That, like the, that plan was 2020. after this. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, like you just exactly. don't know and it, it's, not, it's yeah. not the right
1: time to risk it.
0: Yeah. Okay. Um, a, a, another interesting thing is we see a very, very small scene, very, very quick just as Emily's returning. Uh, we see a small scene where Keturah asks, um, why can't... We vote someone off at the final four instead of having to make fire. Um, well, she's hanging out with Jake, but well, she's practicing making fire. Is this a little hint hint that Katura
1: is in the fire making? So, so has Katura joined the fan base in their dislike of the final four fire making? Like, nobody likes this. No one likes cast. this. I think Katura's yeah. on board with that now, yeah.
0: Yeah, no, but <laughs> I. I Get, like yes, we can talk about final four fire making all day, and <laughs> let's not talk about no one's going no, yes. no, no, I'm just saying. Like, is this possibly katura getting into fire and possibly losing? Is this her, the downfall of Katura's game if she loses a fire <laughs> to Jake?
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean potentially, potentially. Yeah. While we're talking about all the fire making and yeah you know, things that are going to happen in the future, let's 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 do our predictions for next week. But before we do that, let's do our. What did we say was going to happen last week?
0: Previously on Survivor. So We've talking about Drew, uh, Jake going home for the last three weeks. I'm saying next week he goes home, okay? This this Rima all, <laughs> sticking out of one more vote. we am going down on a limb. The final seven vote is a unanimous vote on Jake. <laughs> Any thoughts? <laughs> I'm speechless. Um... <laughs> I'm glad you got
1: unanimous vote, right? That's something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: yeah I'm, I'm I'm glad that my winner pick's still in, and that's the only thing because I think that's the only thing I'm adding my hanging my hat on at the moment. I've just not been picking next week on Survivor very well yeah. at all this season. Okay, I mean,
1: who could have predicted what happened? But anyway, let's see what I said. Maybe yeah. I predicted it. I think you might have predicted it, didn't you? I think this is the week the Reba Four breaks up. I'm gonna I'm gonna go on a limb and say the Reba Four is breaking up. Emily's at the harbour, all so Emily's safe. She's gonna get Jake on board with maybe two of the Reba's, maybe Drew and Austin. So the target is Katura maybe. I'm gonna say D. D's gonna be the target. D's go. Gonna... Look,
0: look, look! You did, in, I'll give you some props, okay? You definitely thought that um, you definitely like the Reba Four. Attempted to break up this week.
1: Yeah, yeah, I think the very before breaking up happened, but none of them went home. Yeah. Um, and like, yeah, like it wasn't the worst call. Obviously, it's wrong, but it was it was around the mark.
0: If you um, if you didn't yeah. say if you didn't say Emily was safe um, at yeah. the start of that, I probably might have even thought about giving you like a quarter or a half a point. Yeah,
1: or, yeah, <laughs> we, we deal in absolutes here. It's either right or wrong, and that was well, that was wrong. wrong. Um, so know. last week we had a guest, Adam. Let's see what Adam said.
0: Okay, so now I feel bad because I think I think Mac, you're you're onto something here. I think Woo-hoo. I think the preview isn't just a little like pepper spray smoke screen. I think D uh, could be in trouble here. I I'm gonna go so far as to say D would be the prime reaper person to go home. So I think a reaper's going home, and it's D. Ah, bah, bah, oh. Sorry, Adam. Well, Thanks for coming, but you fail.
1: Yeah. Um. He was. Yeah. Obviously similar to what I said. Uh, yeah. Like right reaper 4 did break up, but it didn't break up. So look, no one was right, and I guess
0: we're all well, wrong. Let's let's get it right this week. Let's 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 discuss. What's happening next week on Survivor?
1: <laughs> yeah, okay. Where, where do you, no, you no, think? No, no, do you you do. no. You did. No, I'm. i thinking
0: going first. You go first.
1: first, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I okay. so All bad right. last week. So, and, uh, I, I said it earlier. Like I do think it's like three pairs. Like D. Julie, Drew, Austin, Jake, Katira. I think Austin is sort of. Is in? A, I think he's in a good spot because he has the D. Julie partnership. He also has Drew, so I think Austin's going to be like the safest person. And I think he has, like, the power to decide where this goes. I think he goes with D and Julie. And I think um, I think Drew might be the target because we see D and Julie talking about who's sort of, like, in- Drew, but, like, we can't go for him because he's immune. So I'm going to say somehow they all band together and Drew is going home.
0: All uh, right. Um, I actually really like that. Like, no, it? no, I really <laughs> like that. That, um, that sounds good to me. I don't see a reason for Jacob Katura to go home unless D gets her power. So D it's in D's best interest for Jacob Katura to go home. I think it's in everyone's best interest for Drew to go home other than maybe Austin, but even then it might be good for Austin because it looks like he's a pair with Drew and Drew's probably the more strategic of the two. So he gets out sort of his closest ally which means that he might get a few more props at the end. Um, where mm. am I going with this? I'm going to say, yes, I think Austin's in control. Oh, I'm going to have to agree with you. I think I'm going with what you're going with. I think Drew goes home next week. Wow. Yeah. I think Drew goes home. I can't see. I think Austin has the power, not D this time. And, yeah, I don't see D getting Keturah or Jakey out this next week, unfortunately, even though it's the best for her game.
1: Yeah. I think the only other way I could see it going is if Austin sort of chooses the other side and G- Julie's just too big a threat now. She played the idol right and uh, I could see like Drew and Austin working with Jake and Kutura and Julie going. So that's like the two options, but I'm probably leaning the way that Drew goes. Yeah. So that's that's All right. Yeah. Uh, um, should be interesting. Should uh, be now, though.
0: this is probably the saddest and the happiest time of this entire podcast. Let's eulogize... And get into Emily. Let's rank her as a player, mate. As a player, oh, gorgeous, great gameplay. She fixed her issues very, very early. That she obviously started off quite weak and quite uh, not weak, too strong, I guess. in some some could say too strong of a personality. She fixed it as she went. She adapted the entire way through the game. She did great moves. The entire way through, I loved her. I loved her as a player um, and as a character. She was brilliant. Best casting decision they've made in a long time.
1: Yeah, Emily was like the total package. Uh, she had everything. I think we see it literally like the first, the first minute of the first episode. That she's having a fight with Bruce. This is what we want to see from 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 players. Like I love to see players who aren't playing under the radar strategy, optimal survivor. They're just doing their own thing. Their own personality shines through. Emily was everything in that. Her gameplay was fantastic. Uh, To go from her position, like, literally would have been first voted out if Hannah doesn't quit, um, to to get to, you know, seventh. Through all the adversity of Lulu, she did some good stuff when, um, like, with Caleb getting out Sabaya back then. Now, goes in the merge. She's in such a pivotal swing vote. She finds uh, options with Drew and Austin. She's sort of in the middle of everything. And... She gets targeted, I hear, I guess, because she is in the middle of everything, and Julie sees that and just says, like, we can't have this person sort of running between everyone. Um, so, really good, really good player. Character-wise, like, she's fantastic. Like, her professionals f- are great. Like, super strategic, super logical mind. Had everything, emotional moments. Like, she's virt- like an icon of the new era. Like, if you think of, like, who are the top few females in since since 40, like, in the, in the new era? It's like her, Carolyn, and Shan, yeah. like, you know, clear top three yeah. for me. Um, I think she cemented herself as an all-star coming forward. She definitely returns. And um, she just had a really good season all around. Love watching her play. And I, I really hope we we'll see her again, which I'm certain we will. I, I
0: don't even think um, we we bring this down to just memorable women. I think we could talk about memorable players. I think she...
1: Is yeah, yeah,
0: brilliant. Yeah. I think she she whips a lot of the dudes that we see. She whips a lot of the like. She whips them all. She is my favorite player of the new era by far, by an extravagant amount. Oh, and wow. we've got we've had some pretty decent players in this new era. She just she just whips them. She blows them all out of the water. I am a big Emily fan. Um, she. If anyone, if I would meet anyone in this new era, I'd talked about Julie to discuss the game. But de- uh, uh, but meeting Emily would just be, like, I'd, I don't, I'd be speechless. I'd fangirl over her like a motherfucker. So, good on up. Memorable moment is, yeah, memorable think- moment is the Bruce, is, like, ripping into Bruce at that, <laughs> like, on the boat at the start of the game. Oh, right?
1: yeah. Yeah, no, that was great. I think, sorry, the only reason I, I compared it to other women is because I do think, like, male characters and female characters are so different and we expect different things from them. So I don't I like. It's hard to compare, like say something like a Tony or like a Russell to like a female because you just don't see that type of gameplay. So I do think it is like you can you can differentiate between them, and it's not a sex. No, it's just no. the way it is, and, and how people are seen in the game. So I just think as a female character, she's like an all time character. Yeah, I agree. Um, but when well, like if I was to compare it to like you know Tony and Russell, it is just different, and you just, you shouldn't compare them in that way. So exactly. I just think she's great at what she did, and, and
0: super enjoyable to yeah, watch. Definitely. No. Awesome. Okay. Yeah. Um, huh. Where's your buff go, mate? Where's your buckles, buff of the episode go?
1: Yeah, I'll be honest, uh, going into this podcast, I really was uh, unsure. Like, I didn't think anyone was was super high uh, in terms of, like, getting a buff. But I think just the more we spoke about it, the more I sort of looked at it. Although there was a couple of things uh, this person did wrong, I do think ultimately they did the right thing, tipping off Julie. I'm going to give it to D. Just get, yeah, you know, gets her way again. Um, she's tight with Austin. She's tight with Julie. Her and Julie are now probably inseparable after this, like in a good spot to win the game.
0: Uh, yeah, I just have to give it to, to D. Yeah. Look, um, I actually, so I, 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 mine goes to D as well. Pretty much, it straight away goes to D. I think we're reading a lot into it. I do believe that there is a right move here where she, yes, she brings in Austin. Both her and Austin go to Julie and they have a chance. Other than that, there's not really anything wrong with what she did. And I don't think she's going to get any fallback. I think if, if anything, even if it comes out, her, she's got she's got such a big target on her anyway, it doesn't change it at all. And she's still got Julie there yeah. as a big threat. I think she, goes, she comes out of this week in the best position. I think she made the right moves. She might have been able to make a tiny little bit better move, but she made the right moves. Like she's, yeah, It, I agree. D for that. D for the win. D for the win. Running away, away with it. D the, for the winner. <laughs> okay. And, and you were right. Like D might be running away with it. She jumps up to second. The only person ahead of her. We lost this week because she got her out. It was Emily on six. D's on four. We got in third place, Drew on three. Austin... Is on two with Kelly, um, which we lost. We obviously lost Caleb, Bruce, and Subira on one, so we have the remaining players on one of Julie, Katurra, and Jake.
1: Right. So with only two episodes to go, four buffs up for grabs. The only people that can overtake Emily are D and Drew. So that'd be interesting if D can find a way to the end and win the game. She probably wins the buffs too. Yeah. So you know, we're pretty spot on with you know our players of the season. We've done it. Couple of, couple of seasons now, and generally they go yeah, All right. So yeah. interesting to see if D, if Dee can win a buff. Yeah,
0: I'm I'm excited. Um, Dee, remember if you uh, if you win, you can contact me and I'll give you a buff. I don't think you care because you've just won a <laughs> million dollars. But <laughs> anyway, <laughs> just saying, Dee, if you listen. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm I, I'm taller than Austin. <laughs> just saying. <laughs> 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 also single, so here we go. Um, okay, all right. Um, guys, <laughs> what do you got going on, Mac? Uh,
1: not a lot, not a lot. Um, got to watch UK Survivor. That's coming out today, so I'm excited to see where that goes because if you haven't been uh, following along with us, that's starting to get really good in this post-merge. So go check that out. We'll podcast about it during the week, and that'll be out later in the week. And uh, that's pretty much it. Bit of a rainy day here. So not much on the cards. What about yourself?
0: Well, yeah, we've got two weeks left of Survivor UK. We've got two like two weeks left of Survivor US. This is getting exciting. It all comes to terms. This is obviously our busiest time of year in our personal lives and obviously our podcasting lives. This is huge. So i got a lot of podcasting to do with you, um, getting prepared to go overseas, which is exciting for me, and glad that that hot day that we had yesterday is over because- was playing cricket and that was a bitch.
1: Um. I'll just throw out something to all the fans out there for Survivor Forty Five finale viewing party in the so next Thursday on the finale night in the city, eight seven one Sports Bar and Grill. Um, they're always a good time. Me and Buckles are confirmed. We are going to be there. So yeah, come along. Meet some meet some Survivor fans of the community. You can come say hi to us. We're very approachable. <laughs> um, have a, come have a beer, watch Survivor together. They're always a good time. I'm the I'm
0: the tallest person in the room, so you'll be able to you'll be able to work out who I am. And and probably the (laughs) deepest voice. (laughs) Anyway, no, um, no, cheers, guys. And if you can't make it there, hit us up on Facebook at Survivor Busboys and Zambanta. Get us on Instagram Survivor underscore three bs. Get us on Twitter at Survivor three bs. I've been Buckles. He's been Mac. Emily's been awesome. Thanks, guys.
1: Thanks, crackle always a pleasure. We'll see ya for UK Survivor. You. Bye.